Hello, it's Liv here, along with Yena, Leela, and Andre, right here for this week's episode of Ones Aren't Fun. Now that things are settled down a bit, and let's face it, things are definitely settled down more than they were in 2020. We are all ready to return back to the adventure of the crew aboard the Silverback. When we last left our thieving pirates, they had continued toward Gallanway Island, a place they hoped to supply up while avoiding the marines, who had placed individual bounties on their heads. Of course, for pirates, this type of thing isn't a big deal, right? If you're going to be a pirate, you're going to be chased by the marines, or you'll even just spit in their face. It's all par for the course, yeah? Anyway, we left the crew as they were battling against what appeared to be an everyday treasure chest and ale, ale bar barrel. Oof, can't talk. <laughs> That ended up being Mimics, who had appeared to have eaten the former crew of the empty ship. No need to gild the lily any longer. Let's jump right into the next exciting adventure on the high seas. You all remember Otar Havelock decided to check out another ship with the help of Sinjin this time instead of, you know, not going alone. Um, and some stuff happened, and I believe there was a scream of some kind, uh, a and a fight began, scream. a very girly scream. Which was odd, considering it came from... From a monkey man. <laughs> By the way, look, this is my cute little animal adventure at the end. Super cute, guys. Alright, so. And I have my dice cup to roll now. I have, I'm actually using my initiative cup. Am I going to have to pause you? Um, alright, so, we last left off, uh, Cassie was fighting one-on-one -on -one with a barrel-shaped mimic, and Sinjin and, uh, Havelock were both fighting a, a chest-shaped mimic, um, we went back through and discovered that we were kind of amping up um, Havelock's ability, since it should only happen on the very first turn instead of every turn. Um, What's that? Which is where if the Mimic didn't attack him, it would be a disadvantage, which was uh, the Spectral Guardians whenever he goes into his rage, mm. which is only on the first turn. So Oh man, we'd have, we'd have been that. dead turns ago. Yeah, that, that actually kind of did save save you guys. Alrighty, so, with that said, we return back in initiative order with Cassie, whose turn it was. Um, what are you going to do? So, I was thinking I have this uh, ability to Generate an Eldritch Cannon with the Flamethrower ability. And it's an action. Okay. So, my idea is, since this Mimic is barrel-like, potentially it is also flammable like a barrel. I could see that logic, yes. 
Okay, so you want to use your action to make your Eldritch Cannon. Okay, so go ahead and you do that. So actually, as an action, I have to create it, I guess. Yeah, so you make it and then... Uh, and then as my bonus action, I think I can use it. Yes. Okay, so do I need to roll to create it? No, you just create it, that's your action. Okay. You don't have like... Unless it specifically says you need to roll so you can pick what, but I believe you just pick which one you want. It just says you can take an action to magically create a small or tiny Eldritch Cannon within five feet of you. Yeah. Also, uh, if you make a tiny one, you can hold it in your hand. Um, if I'm it's okay a small with it being one, on the it can just so be next move to around because it, it says it can walk around. So. Yeah. What does it look like? What does your Eldritch Cannon look like? I envision. A a comical bicycle horn with the little the little rubber back and the big fluted front coming off of it. With legs, I assume. Yeah, little okay. Little legs, just two little legs to walk okay, around. Okay, that's. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so you, I assume you. I don't know, this is very, I feel like the Artificer is very comical, so I feel like you just reach into your pocket and you flip out like a little bike horn and it just pops into biggerness. And then it has like, yeah, kind of a Mario. Yeah. So you pop it out, and so it's right next to you. Um, you have, so it's you, to your left or right do you make it, it doesn't really matter, but... Um, to my right. Okay, so to your right, and then directly in front of you is the barrel. Um, so with your bonus action, you can have it attack. Okay. Actually, I do not have to roll to attack. It is a DC 13. Okay. And if you make the deck save, so it's a deck save, DC 13. If you make the deck save, it takes half damage. What is dice number two? Uh, what is the... Um, DC 13. So that's a 16. Still take half damage though? Yes. So the damage is 2d8. And I rolled 12, so 6 fire damage. Does it not get any bonuses? It doesn't say, it just no. says 2d8. Okay. That's sad, but that's okay. Probably because it's... This is the first I could use it, so mm -hmm. it probably doesn't start out with, with bonuses. Protector has bonuses. Okay. So it was, what was the total damage? Six. Six? Okay. Six so fire damage. Three fire damage and... Uh, no, no. No, I rolled 12. It takes half. Oh, okay. So then six. Okay, cool. All right. So, um, yeah. And I will say, we'll do a percentile dice. On, we'll say 50 50 chance. That it catches on fire? That it catches on fire. Do you want to go high or low? I always want to go high. Okay, well, you got it. Woot! That's a, a 90, because it wow. was a 10 and an 80. <laughs> so. <laughs> so there you go. So it is on fire. It'll take, and I'll have you roll just another um, D4 fire damage okay. every round. Okay. Um, and that's so, my action. 
That is your action. Bonus action, do you want to make any movements or anything? Well, my bonus action was to use it, I believe. Yes, So, but you still have your movement. Your movement is separate from... Oh, okay. Um, can I attempt to disengage? That is an action. Dang it, I always forget that. Okay. Because you're not playing a rogue. Right. Um, so am I... Oh, I'm in... I've been casting, so I might not be in melee. No, you are. Because you just got out of his mouth. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, I don't really... Well, I have you don't have to move. Well, I mean, I don't want to... If I could get out of range of him, but I guess it wouldn't be a, an actual disengage, would it? If you move, you, he it may or may not attack you. That is all that's going to happen. Okay. I don't have a lot of hit points left. So I don't know that I want to encourage that. Um, I'll call it good. Okay. Hope for the uh, best. Right. So then that would make it its turn, and it is caught on fire. So it takes a D four damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's looking, it's on fire. It's looking a lot worse than it was. Um, and it shifts attention from you like you, you see it. Shifted attention from you to your little Eldritch Cannon because it's an angry guy. It's angry at this other, what, it, what I would assume it thinks to be another mimic that now is just suddenly attacking it. Uh-huh. I'm okay with that. Um, and it misses wildly. Um... Seven plus two for nine, so I doubt that that hits it. Um, so yeah, so it tries to go and, and snap at your Eldritch Cannon, and it comically bounces back. Um, I'm wishing I had some sort of heal. So that would put us back at initiative, and that is Sinjin. Okay. Do you remember if I have Crimson Right already on You my are in spot? your hybrid form. So am I in my Current, hybrid form? You are in hybrid form. Um, you did not have Crimson Right on okay. your, but I don't think you can do it at the same time. I think we had that, like, we paused and had a whole discussion about that. It's been three months. We'll say, <laughs> uh, yes, you did. But you are also in hybrid form, so you get your all your fancy other stuff. Yeah, I think it's like uh, two attacks or something. Slash, slash. Yeah, slash, slash. Oh, there it is. Yeah, the unarmed strike uh, claws, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so we have the one on her. There was another one, correct? Or am I not aware of the other one? No, so on you us? are not aware of the one that is on her. Mm -hmm. You oh, are. We're, we're on a different Yeah, one, right? you two are fighting one that is shaped like a, um, a chest. Okay. She's fighting one that's shaped like a barrel. In a different room? Uh, in the same room, but like, back yeah, she is near the stairs. You guys went towards because you saw the chest. You're like, oh, ooh, okay. a chest. You went into like, not necessarily a storage area, but like, a storage well, yeah, area. Like, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, uh, behind me, so, I will continue. Then my attack on the one that's on me and uh, the captain. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna do my two attacks. Okay. Uh, first attack's a 19 plus 6, so 25. Okay. Second attack is 10 plus 6 for a 16. 
Okay. Both of those hit. Both hit. And each one does 1d6 plus 5. I rolled a 1 for 1, so it gets 6 point damage. The other one I rolled a 2, so it does 7 points of damage. I'm sorry, he's pulling shit off the table and now he's having a bad. And then uh, I should be able to do predatory strikes. Oh, he gets his red dragon. I should be able to do predatory strike. When I use an attack action with an unarmed strike, I can make one unarmed strike as a bonus action. Yes. Oh. Do that again. Uh, I'm probably going to miss 7 plus 6, 13 to hit. You did miss. That is and that's it. All right. So as you uh, take these slashers, pop, pop, um, you, you finally see the, um, the, uh, the, the mimic itself begin to lose its form. Um, and as you uh, land that, that second hit, you rend into it and... Uh, Black ichor spills out of its mouth and it starts kind of wobbling there. Excellent. It is now the captain's turn. All right. Uh, what form am I in? Just regular? You are in regular form. And also remember that we discussed your big old monkey punch is only... Your standard unarmed attack that is still using your strength is still 10 feet, but your monkey punch that is like 3d10 is um, uh, like a number of times equal to your strength modifier. Yes. So I think you got like a two, if um. I remember reading correctly. You've already used one, and that pretty much knocked him out the first time. So you were minus one of whatever you have. Okay. I will go ahead and... And also your standard attacks are now, because you have longer arms, you have your 10-foot range. And how is... Uh, Cassie looking. Uh, you don't know that Cassie's back there. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll take my great axe to, to the chest. Then. Okay, so you go ahead and take the chest. Uh, make an attack roll. And I am raging. Like yes, you are currently raging. That is... Eight plus four. Twelve. That does not hit. Uh, okay, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, it is now the other. Um... By the way, uh, your guys' dice is is being rolled with a three-sided dice. So whatever number the three-sided dice rolls is the dice that I pick. So oh, okay. you can all blame each other. I blame Andre for picking the Oh, symbiotic. no, it should be good because the symbiotic dice was the one that rolled and it was in that one, so he misses you completely. Oh. Um, see? The fates are on your side sometimes. So the uh, mimic, as it spews out Black Acre, um sees both, you know, massive creatures. Um, you have Sinjin now, a medium creature that looks like uh, a werewolf with uh, electricity going through his fur, 
and uh, a giant monkey human thing that a mimic is not intelligent enough to know is just a giant human. Uh, and it wants to bite, but I think it just freezes up and it kind of like, you hear a whimper, but you're not sure because it's a mimic. You're not like attuned to the fear callings of a... Just could have sounded like a... <laughs> Just the, like, oh. the bands on the chest groaning yeah. from old use. Definitely possible. Alrighty, so that brings us over to Cassie again. Cassie! Woohoo! What shall she do this time? So I only have one spell slot left. I gave you all the little dice, so I think you're only missing a piece. Yes, I should four. make it a good one. Now you also have your just standard attack. Whatever your weapon is. Yeah, I guess I could shoot it with my crossbow. Yeah. It would be a disadvantage unless you back up. But if I back up... There's the potential that it hits you, but right now it's focused on what it thinks is another minute. That's true. I will back up All right. a little bit. It is stupid and it doesn't realize that you have backed up. You are mm -hmm. good. Okay. So I only get one attack with my crossbow. Okay. Oh, I rolled four. Plus four. So eight. You miss. Hit. And when does my cannon go off? Does it go off with me? It goes with you, yes. Okay. So you can use your bonus action to make it fire again. Okay. And that's another um, dexterity saving throw, right? Uh, yes. DC 13. Uh, I take that as a no. It did not make it, no. You know, the symbiote dice is supposed to really like me, and it's not liking me today. Well, that's only two rolls, so, I mean, there's still time. So that would be nine damage. Nine damage. All right, so, um, as you, uh, as you back up, you see that it, um, uh, is kind of, like, wailing in pain. Um, and you take a moment to kind of look it over, and you realize that this, in particular, this, you know, this one in particular is... It looks very rotted away now that you have a moment, now that you backed up from it. Mm -hmm. It looks very, very rotted away, um, almost as if it's sickly and old. So as the uh, as so the, as your Eldritch Cannon fires off again, that blast pops a hole on the inside, almost like a hole in the cask. And um, the fire erupts. It's actually going to take... It is actively like there's ichor coming out of it, and it's going to take another d4 damage. Oh. On its next turn. Um, and it's its turn, so 2d4 damage. 2d4? Yes, because it's still on fire. Just gonna, oh, the fire so it is adds. intensified, yeah. Oh. I'm, this is like a homebrew thing because it's. I like my little cannon. Yeah. Yes. Eight. You see the, the fire. The fire explodes off of it and it kind of you hear and then it falls over dead oh um, man i thought that thing had me for sure 
you say as you turn around to see the two still fighting their mimic. It is now Sinjin's turn. I will attack it again uh, with my claws. Go for it. You should pick up those. <laughs> two attacks on it. Yeah, unfortunately, with her, the gastropexy. I rolled a 13 and an 8. No, no a 9. So. <laughs> plus 6. Plus six. Plus six. So the um the thirteen plus six obviously. No no no. No seven that was plus six. Oh num- seven these, plus six. Okay. These numbers 13, plus six. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So then neither of those hit, but you did make a melee attack, so you can do your bonus oh, action. Bonus action? Yeah. Okay. Typically, whenever it says something like that, if if you just oh, it do the hit? attack, um, that applies. Eighteen plus six. That one definitely hits. Max damage, so six plus five, so eleven points of damage. So with that, uh, you're you know you slash at it and you slash at it. This thing is kind of like wobbling in its like last moments, and the first two kind of you you don't anticipate its like uh, its movement, so you you miss wildly. But the the last moment, you you kind of see where it's headed, and you just slam your claw into the side of it, and you hear its like last gurgled breaths as it falls over dead. And it is calling. He's not a smart dog. Okay, he's not whining. Yeah, it's good. Just a squeaky toy going, please put me out of my misery. <laughs> Alright, so both of them are dead. Uh, the, a moment passes and uh, Havelock's rage subsides and the spectral ape pirates fade away. Uh, as you all find yourselves on a now empty, potentially lifeless ship. It took you so long. I had one all by myself. Don't talk to me like that. I'd like to point out that you being a Zoan devil fruit eater, you understand everything that he said, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm mostly just interpreting. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... <laughs> the waves are hitting the ship, as you can hear. Uh, it's getting a little violent outside. Do you guys want to make a quick investigation to see if there's anything on the ship? Or are you guys... Sure. Alrighty, so go ahead and do a quick investigation check. Uh, no. <laughs> I got a splinter under my nail. I'm going to focus Four. on that for the next few minutes. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, what did you get? Four. Four. Okay. <laughs> and a one. Alright. Uh, yeah, so you guys all kind of look around and there's there's nothing on the ship. Does my <laughs> cannon notice anything? No. I get to roll it. Uh, Advantage? Advantage. Wait, no, the advantage is only against magic. Nope. So, yeah, so you guys look around for about an hour and you guys can't find anything. I can. Sorry. Can I take a 20? Is that a thing? What, take like 20, a short rest? No, there's, you used to be able to take a 20 and be able to. 14. 13 plus 1. Okay. Uh, 
No, yeah, it looks like the ship was essentially just, you know... A trap. Not a trap. It was more... They were on there, they realized that they had mimics on the ship, and they gathered what they could, you know, left food that wasn't necessarily important. They took gold and trinkets and things off the ship and escaped and left the mimics there to die. Anything um, salvageable food-wise? Give me a nature check. Eleven. Eleven? Uh, I would say there's... You find four days worth of rations. Mm-hmm. Not great food, but it's it's something. You said survival? Nature. Did. Nature, I did nature. But it was a nature trick. Alright. Um, you need to be super careful with those, because that's real Malachite. Okay. Um, so yeah, so you guys, check out the shed. There's not really much on there besides the food. And um, you guys go ahead and head off, uh, returning back to the Silverback. Uh, it is probably about just a, just about after about midday, getting in, into the later afternoon. Um, and you're again your ship because your ship is magical. It kind of maintained its own unique course without having to really be. Um, told to, you know, stay in one spot. It just kind of went with the waves and carried you guys that were on the other ship along with itself. Um, so did you want this ship? No. <laughs> I will say, you easily, now that you've already seen, like, that you have this advanced kind of technologically, um, magically powered oh, ship. I'm spoiled. Um, no, you look around and after, like, even in the hour with your natural one, you still go, like, this is not a better ship. This is a similar ship mm-hmm. that is not magically powered. Yeah. Like, you're like, this is a, a hand-me-down if we wanted to get to someone type deal. Um, but it's not important to keep. Okay, I guess we could anchor it. And... Where did we find the ship again? You guys are just on the way to uh, Galloway. It was a... Uh, it was just out, it, out to it sea. It was the one that the with the guys that we attacked, wasn't it? No, no. So no, um, no. you guys are on the ones that you bought that. Oh, that's right. We took theirs. Is this is this boat salvageable? Could we sell it for something? That's what I was thinking. If we could tow it and sell it at a port. Yeah, you guys could totally do that. That's very easily done. It's nothing's wrong with <coughs> it. I mean, if you want to double check, but uh, you I'll guys spend... came across. Uh, you guys came across the ship. It looked like it was just like kind of hanging out there. Oh yeah. Um, but without any rhyme or reason. Um, I wouldn't mind taking some time just to make sure that there aren't any um visible indicators like who the ship might have belonged to. So if we do decide to sell it, somebody doesn't say, "Hey, that's my ship." Okay, go ahead and give me another investigation check. Don't let me down. And is anyone going to help her in this? Yes. You have another roll if you want. 18. All right. So, yeah, after a while, you, you, uh, you know, it takes about an hour, two hours. Uh, visible markers, sure. There's, you know, the name of the ship. It's um, decaled on the side. It is 
a nice decal. It is one of those ones where um, they actually carved uh, the the individual letters and then hammered hammered them onto the ship. Um, I got a flamethrower. I can torch it off if I have to. Well, if they're just hammered on, we can just, um, just yeah. You can also off. just take them just off. No big deal. Um, hold on. This temporary laptop is really struggling with my. <laughs> Uh, oof, oof. Okay, okay, I got to it. Okay, so you guys have. Oh my gosh, this is painful. <laughs> okay, hopefully, if I. So don't need that. Um, I will say that you guys, so you have an arcane ca uh, caravel, and this is just a standard caravel. Um, it's roughly the same size, so it will double your time um, to get to Gallonway. But if you do take it with you, it does, it is worth 40,000 gold. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which yours is worth ninety thousand because it's arcane power. Yeah. Well, I guess weapons. I guess uh, it'd be worth hauling along instead of anchoring it here. All right. Quite a bit more gold than I have currently. Well, I believe each one of you have a thousand, right? I have 116 according to my inventory. Right? Oh no, you guys should each have 3,000. Did you. The chest has a bunch of gold in it. Okay, the chest has a bunch of gold in it. Okay. I wasn't sure if you guys had like. Divvied it? No. Divvied it up yet, or if you guys just. Because you know there's 9,000 gold in it, but that's it. Oh, that chest, yeah. Yeah, your your personal chest. The chest that we have the to magical say the magic chest. Word. Yeah, your magical chest. That's a good thing. There's a lot of magical words. Um. All right. So you guys are you guys going to tow it? Yes. So you guys were about three days into your trip, so it's going to take you four days now. Um. So, navigator, uh, I need you to make your. Uh, next navigation check as oh, you guys, you know, you guys all can get a long rest. Um, uh, the day's events, you know, are nice to you and you don't have to really worry about too much. Hopefully I can get to this, uh. Thing before you get to your oh my god oh that's why I'm so low on gold because I got quite a bit of stuff from my inventory you're gonna your navigation check is a d20 plus survival on your intelligence modifier <laughs> oh there it is I have survival plus intelligence bonus. Yes. Uh, 
So 17 plus 2 plus 3. Oh, and then I also 22? need you to, um, I need you to roll a d10 as well. All right, so uh, your night is nice and calm. Uh, you guys know that the ship is carrying you in the direction that you need to without any worry. Uh, an early day rises. You all enjoy a nice meal made by Sinjin. Um, and you guys feel today's like a good day. Nice sun out. Um, no, uh, no clouds in the sky, but a, a nice breeze headed your way, um, in the direction that you're traveling, and the first part of the day goes nice and smooth. Um, Cassie, off to the starboard, starboard side of the ship, starboard, it's terrible English, starboard side of the ship, um, as you guys are towing the ship, uh, you see off in the distance another vessel of some kind. And since you rolled so high, I need to roll a V6. Two. Immediately you recognize the ship. White sails across the front, a anchor in the shape of a um, seagull. Marines across the top of it. Uh, from the distance you are, you look out and you see uh, decidedly, not necessarily uh, a group of, of ships. It is a single Marine vessel. It seems to be headed in some way. Um, in our general direction? It's, it's uh, kind of like next to you, off to the starboard side, headed in the same general direction, but it could also be just headed on that same current that you're on, and it might look be looking for a different way. Um, there's no sign that they've noticed you. Uh, did you guys, after all this time, design a pirate flag yet? No, I was busy repairing the, we, the ballista. We, I, I did come up with some different... Uh, Gorilla skull symbols, so mm -hmm. okay. So, oh, you mean do you have a final design because that will determine oh, the captain? No final like, design, like a gorilla head with two crossed bananas. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Uh, do you have a final design yet? Okay, so with that said, you look just like a normal ship. You are the silverback, uh, you that is painted on there. Uh, yeah, there's no identifying marker, so as far as uh, Cassie knows, the Marines may just leave you alone. You don't know. Uh, you can continue to try and sail on if you want, but that's up to you guys. What do you want to do? I'm gonna let Captain Havelock know that uh, we got some Marines on the starboard side. I don't know if you want to ease up a bit just to make sure that they don't end up next to us but maybe in front of us so they're hopefully less likely to notice us 
That sounds good. I wouldn't want to damage our, our goods right now. Wouldn't want to get in a fight. I'm still recovering from the last one. I've been pulling splinters out of places you don't want to know. <laughs> All right, so you guys go ahead and you pull up your sails just for a little bit to allow it to get ahead of you. Um, are you all watching as the ship goes by? Yes. Now we're I down. Have, I have a spyglass. I will be down in the galley cooking up dinner. Lunch. Lunch. Food. All right, so go ahead and give me a perception check with advantage with since you have it. I don't think you're supposed to be doing that. Eighteen plus two. All right. Uh, so you see, as you guys slow down, uh, the marine vessel begins uh, slowing down for a moment. And as you're looking through your spyglass, you catch another marine looking through there, surveying a little bit. There's a... What, what you can tell to be a, a, approximately a lieutenant um, in the Marines. Typically, they're the ones who captain ships okay. um, Which out direction here, the, is, is he looking? He's looking, well, so it's uh, essentially like... Is he, uh, is he just surveying kind yeah, of Yeah, so area? there's okay. like a, essentially a, a seaman, you know, uh, private first class, you know, doing the work for the lieutenant, because why would the lieutenant be doing all the work? Um... And he, you see him as you're checking out them, uh, that he hands his spyglass over and they, he pulls out, the lieutenant pulls out a book and looks up and gives a nod and they start coming towards you. Uh, after a little while, the ships meet and a uh, young male uh, marine lieutenant uh, waves you down, starts waving. Ahoy! Great. Uh, we have a record of most trade ships in the area. I, we don't have you on file. Are you a new ship? Aye. That we are. Oh, and what trading company are you with? We, we have not quite decided which one to pledge our uh, allegiance to. So you're fr freelancers? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. Uh, that's good. Um, standard protocol. Um, may I board your ship and uh, get you registered in, as a trade ship? Of course, sir. So they, you know, put a game thing down and go across. Uh, as he gets across, I'm assuming you go into your um, captain's, you know, uh, room and pull out the, the, um, the lease or the, the you the, know, the, the forged the deed, document. the forged document, yes. Which you guys, yeah, you guys did a really good job, so it should be okay. Um. Oi, Sinjin, have you got any of that food ready yet? We have a guest. 
He, it's like the lieutenant in like four marine guns. Like they're while they are not expecting a fight, they also are aware that pirates are a thing, and some tend to you know pretend to be trading in. So they're not alone. But like most pi- private, you know, they're at attention and waiting for orders. I rolled a five. No, no, food's not ready yet. Okay. Uh, no, the food's not ready. Mm. And, but the you know the lieutenant a, says it's no worry. Um, pork. That's not, and he's like kind of looking you up and down. He's like one hairy. One of, okay. Um, it's okay. Uh, Captain. What what was your name again? Otar. Captain Otar have Havelock. Have it. Havelock, you say. Lock it. Are you trying to say your name wrong? <laughs> or are you trying to lie? Biggie wants to know Havelock. Oh yeah. That's why he's like Havelock. Have lock in. Yes. Lock in. Make a deception check. <laughs> <laughs> Have lock in Stein. <laughs> How do you spell that? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. Oh, oh my goodness. Twenty three, baby. Not twenty though. Oh. Uh, Oh, have Lockin. He is have Lockin. That's uh, an un- unfortunate name. It's very close to Iron Fist have Lock. Have you had any trouble? Is that why you're you're freelance? <laughs> yes, you could say that. <gasps> well, he has the munchies now. <laughs> Um, okay, so he's like... It is indeed hard to find people that aren't scared away by the name. It does help with trades sometimes. We've considered changing it just for simplicity's sake. It does bring about a good story here and there, though. Yes. Well, it's good to know. Do you have your paperwork? Yes. Takes it and he, you see him, he turns around for a second, looks it over. He's gonna perception check real quick. Yeah, because somebody changed their name and it's not on the deed that way. It is not on the deed that way. But hopefully the signature is hard enough to read. No, it's super hard to read. Uh, Because Havelock doesn't know how to spell or read, as we've already said so, so. He just scribbled something, as he's seen most people do. Uh, you see him, he writes down the information. Um, and he turns back to you. Uh, do you... Do you focus in any particular trade? Um, I see you're towing a ship. Are you perhaps a, a, a salvager or anything like that? We, we dabble in salvaging. Haven't quite figured out what we're good at yet. Yes, we dabble in things that others might might need. 
we we dabble in the rarities. One man's trash you really is another man's treasures. really should stop talking because you're really bad. <laughs> and I'm trying not to talk over the captain. Yes, that's, that's a valid point. Um, being that you're freelance, you I see so you have a lot of paperwork here. Um, do you have salvage permits? I think I saw one below deck. Let me go check. Ah, that's a good girl. Okay. Make can, a deception she, check real quick. She keeps me in line. Add advantages. Good, so I don't have any bonuses. Uh-uh. Nope, I rolled a five and a four. Okay, so he, he waits. There's no reason not to trust you, but still. Now what do I roll to make a new one? Uh, I would say that would be that's a skill that requires well I have the skills I would say that that is a sleight of hand check okay. as you quickly and dexterously 19 17 plus 2. Did you add your proficiency bonus? Are you proficient in sleight of hand? Uh, it does not have a dot next to it. <clears throat> okay. But you, you forged before, right? Well, I forged a deed. Then I will say go ahead and add your proficiency bonus okay, to Okay, so that would be a plus 2. So, so 21? 21. Okay. That's, that was really, that's good enough. So you go down. After a minute, you come back up. With what appears to be salvage permits. Uh, so we, we, we left this field blank. We weren't sure what areas we would be working out of. Is that is that reasonable? I I mean, if you I most salvagers stay to the East Sea that as we're in. But I mean, okay. if you're brave enough to venture into the Grand Line, I suppose it's it's something. Uh, yeah, since we're still kind of new into it, we weren't really sure where the best places were. So, you know, the captain here had heard that you know you could fill that out once you finalized and you know submitted the paperwork. So, I that I did. Both of you give me one deception check each. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I'm not very deceptive, but I'm pretty. Seven. Total? Five plus two? I got five. No, uh, four plus three. Four plus three. Okay. Sinjin, is the food ready? I'll be like, help me out here, ship. Oh, I think I just lit the kitchen on fire. <laughs> if you'll excuse me. Yes, quickly. Pretty <coughs> self. Smoke comes billowing out from the. Uh, as Cassie's here standing up there, he um, you see him make some other notes in his book and tells the men to disembark and just. 
have a safe travel. I'm sure nothing will come your way. It was Captain Havelockin, correct? Yeah, it's it, you, you, he's got a weird accent, so I think sometimes people hear it differently. Okay. And as uh, I'm assuming as the smoke is slowly put out, um, the marine ship sails away. Potentially. Everything's okay. We're so hosed. But the rest of your day continues uneventful. I'm assuming lunch is out of the question. Uh, dinner fruit for everyone comes by. Rolled a 20. Now lunch got saved. There we go. <laughs> the kitchen, however. Kitchen's a little damaged, but it's okay. Uh, so you guys have lunch, you have dinner. The day of sailing continues on. Uh, I will need you to do a D10 once again for the next day. As you wake up and... So that didn't go so well, so we're going to have to be real careful at the next town we go to. Six. Have luck, and then you lost your mind. Yeah. <laughs> As you uh, sailed this day, you feel a strong tailwind catch your sails, and the current is strong. You save a day. I'm not used to hiding who I am. Well, maybe you should have picked a better name before you painted your symbol on the side of the ship. One day I'll be strong enough that I can shout my name to the seas. There'll be no need to hide. Just don't spit on me when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> so your day is, you, you saved one day. You're, you're a day closer. Oh. So instead of two more days, you have one more roll. Which is nice considering we lost a day from the ship and having to stop. So one more D10. One. Nah. We need a survival check. A survival check. That with it. Oh, I have a proficiency in that. Your number should just be added to it. Like you, the numbers on the side. Oh, because it's just survive. Oh, wisdom. Oh, yeah, because I don't have a wisdom bonus. Oh. Twelve. Ten plus two. And then your, um, oh, sorry, navigation check. I didn't mean survival. Uh, navigation, so plus two plus intelligence modifier. Um, plus three. So, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, your day is nice. Morning, breakfast. Strong tailwind. It's been good. I need to figure out how to make a, Off make a to clockwork a, crow or something that can keep an eye on the horizon for us. You could do something like that if you want to. I've been um, on it for a few days. I am not convinced that those Marines are going to let us go. Speaking of, 
off to the port side. The port side? There's another ship. Similar size and gate to the marine ship. Different though. Gray sails. The... Do I know the difference in the sail colors? Like Oh, yeah. Like the, the darker the sail, the more in command or some such. Oh, no. There's a very special thing about the ship. And as you announced to everyone, gray sails. Gray sails approaching. Port side. Red cross across a dim blue marine symbol. Havelock, you know exactly what ship this is. Is that daddy's ship? It's not daddy's ship. No. <gasps> what are you doing? This ship belongs to an orc. We'll have too many problems with this orc. Ona. Captain Ona. Lieutenant Do you sleep with her? In your father's fleet. Or Admiral in your father's fleet. Sleep Not there, one of the ones who is actively looking for a zone fruit. And to your knowledge, not necessarily a enemy of yours. But it is quickly approaching. You have no reason to think they identified you. You have a new ship. It's bigger. But it is catching up to you. You need to pick that chin up off the ground and tell me what's going on. Do I need to speed up, slow down, find another current? What's up? Well, that's who I think it is. She's going to catch us whether we want her to or not. Is that a problem? As far as I know right now, no. I'm not sure if she knows it's me on this ship. Does she need to not know it's you in this ship? No, not particularly. She could be okay. I think it's better that she knows it's me. Otherwise, she might be thinking that this is just a good, a good loot. Mm. So... So what do you recommend we do? I say we raise the white flag. Okay. And we will raise the white flag whenever we return from our break. Hi there, and welcome to the middle bit once again. It's me, Liv, and I cannot keep saying how happy we are to be back and playing the fun game that is D&D. You guys are amazing for sticking with us. And we love you all so much. Um, but instead of a shout out this week, we actually have some news. So let's get the business stuff out of the way before we get to it. Everybody, please be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and activate notifications on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, or any other streaming service you use at Ones Aren't Fun. I know I've been promising an upgrade to our audio and... It's finally coming. I have so much thanks for the generous birthday gifts of my players, Andre and Lila, as well as Yena, the wonderful wife that she is, by 
pulling a surprise on me, which is very hard to do in a relationship. Uh, we now are in possession of a fancy schmancy MacBook, as well as an actual podcasting mic that has omnidirectional sound. We have a small archive of episodes to work through to get through that point. Um, as we tend to record all of the sessions live, but by episode 12, I believe, we will be recording with the new setup and giving everyone a much better listening experience. I want to thank you all for sticking with us as we built up our crew and upgraded our tool set. It's so exciting, to say the least, and I can't wait to hear the new episodes. I appreciate you guys listening as well. Now, let's get back to the adventure. So, and we're back. When last we left our adventures, they were, of course, becoming uh, the... They were being checked out by a what appears to be a stolen marine vessel captained by a person from Havelock's past. And um, Havelock, of course, recognized the ship pretty instantly, having uh, a history with the entirety of the, you know, um, pirates at his uh, father's command. Um, it is, of course, the ship captained by Owner Narling, famously... Uh, having stolen a ship from the Marines and made it her own. Uh, as you guys see the ship approach, you guys begin to recognize some features. Uh, she is pretty famous around the East Sea for just having straight up stolen a, a Marine vessel. Um, not that you guys have seen it in person before, but you guys know as soon as she mentions the name. Captain Ona, you guys are like, oh, hey, we know who that is. Um, and the ship, you know, comes about, and standing aboard is a green-skinned half-orc. Lavender hair, uh, wild and frizzy, uh, black, dark purple-ish lips, and a smile on her face. As you, of course, are standing on the deck, on the upper decks. Ona! Like, well, look at you, and you got a new ship! I was gonna, was gonna wreck this bad boy. Little Havelock. I didn't think you were gonna, you know, how do I put this? I have a new crewmate that you might recognize. And she leans back, she goes, Oh, shit. Oh, never mind, I got it. Uh, she goes, Sammy, come on up here. And Cassie, you're, you're sitting up, up top with uh, the captain at the, at the helm. And at the name Sammy, you see, uh, actually, give me a perception check as you are kind of watching this entire event go down. 17 plus 2? Yeah, you immediately recognize the, uh, the, the, re the hint of recognition that Havelock has with this mysterious person named Sammy. <laughs> she thinks it's a game. 
Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so you see, you see that bit of of connection with with uh, Havelock, and Havelock and Cassie, you both see a gentleman come up. Nice duds, uh, almost reminiscent of kind of like a uh, marine look, but definitely uh, apart from it, almost as if it's kind of like a. Uh, a juxtaposition of, of like marine uh, gear, almost like the opposite, deep blues with white accents instead of white accents with deep blues. Um, pair of glasses across the bridge of his nose as he walks up and he pushes them up and gives you a smile. <laughs> There's a whale off in the distance. <laughs> Big black whale. Uh, well, I think that one was white. Was it a white whale? Probably. Um, and he stands next to Ona, and they look at each other, and she gives him a nod, and he goes, Havelock, I take it you found your treasure? Does this handsome mug tell you otherwise? Because it does. Mm. We've all been successful as uh, as he holds out his hand and you see him summon a, a black bladed weapon. Um, it's a hilt encrusted with what looks like barnacles and... Um, other sea forms uh, uh, with tentacles that, as it forms, it kind of like wraps around his hand. He goes, we all have treasures we were looking for. And he, you see him kind of put it underneath his arm. We're not going to have any problems now, are we? Why would we? Well, you got a nice looking ship here and you're towing something. I'm sure you know the rules of the sea, especially with Ona. And Ona speaks of swift. I am going to have to agree with him. You kind of stole a ship from your dad. He needs one back. Considering the one that you stole now belongs to Marines. True. Well, unless you have something else that we can take. Can't think of anything. Ona here is a good friend of mine. I'd gladly part way with this ship behind me that we're towing. Ona? Yes, she goes. You know the rules of the sea? Hmm. You put up as big of a fight as the monkey said he would. 
when, of course, she mentioned the monkey, she, you assume she's talking about the mandarin muscle. But of course, you were in a different ship before. I'll tell you what, you can trade me some intel. Do you know where that ship you stole went off to? Cassie, you remember? Was that the one that got set on fire? No, that was the, the ship that you guys were on. That was the, the flying marlin that you guys ditched and gave to the marines to get the silverback. Uh, I think Presumably. we left it behind. Further along in the current. Presumably, you did see them sailing off. Like, you know that they, at the time you were traveling, you know, your forward direction, and they left off your port side. Yes, I believe we, uh... So you guys are traveling to the east. It. So you guys would they would be headed south. With some uh, marines. Yes, I'm well aware of that. That's I need to know their location. I'd much rather have a ship that belongs to your to the fleet returned than take Well, I can show the you the approximate direction that they headed off in, but then we lost track of them. That good enough, Ona? Roll up for Oh, because that's what she did. Because she's supposed to, she wants something. She wants a feat. I was like, why do you have such a high? There's a reason. Um, you want the feat. You want conquerors hot feet. Okay. I was like, what the heck? Uh, yeah. So she, so she, no. She goes, is your navigator capable? Very. He gives you a side eye, and she leans over to Samuel, and she whispers something. You see Samuel. And he appears right next to you. Gifts of the sea. Uh, would you mind showing me where they went? Sure. You pull out your charts and you show him easily enough. Um, you take quick notice that... And then uh, I do the, the, the how many days back. Yeah, that. yeah, you do the whole thing. Um, Samuel... It's good to see you alive after that last fight that you, that, uh, you know, we had. Where, uh, Don't antagonize. I had to save you. It's good that you, uh, got some new powers. Good to see that you can protect yourself now. Let's see about getting this intel first. You guys can catch up later. Oh no, you got a good man on your crew now. Apparently, I could have had a good woman, too, but someone messed that up. As Samuel, like, leans over, and what you notice about Samuel is he starts asking you questions um, that 
in your knowledge of navigating are he's asking you like specific locations where you guys were mm-hmm. and where they decided to head off and the moment you tell him what at what point they separated from you mm-hmm. he goes i know where they're going and you and he's gone okay um from that as you're now nav- you you can tell he's he knows where they're going because it's a it's a route yeah and considering his dress and everything make an insight check Eight. No, you don't know. Never mind. You I'm know something was. Smart. I'm not very wise. You know something was going on, and you see him. Yeah, I question pop up next it. to Ona. I'll think about it. And uh, and he whispers, and they give a nod, and he goes, "Thank you. You have a good navigator there. Make sure this nice young lady doesn't die like the last one." And he turns and walks away before you can respond. <laughs> uh, Ona. Good luck, kid. Yeah. All three of them are on you. I was supposed to kill you, but Aaron's first before fun. Have a good one, and you see her wave to the to her men. Um, and as you guys look uh, at the ship, there's about thirty men on this ship. You guys are decidedly out outman, but you're not sure. If they're all exceedingly strong, or if these are all just grunts that she keeps around. Um, Don't let Samuel weigh you down, okay? So, another thing about that ship. Which one? Our old ship. Yeah. The people on it were... Marines? Undercover Marines, trying to... I don't know if they were trying to draw out pirates. They were trying to find me. Oh. I am only letting you guys go because you did me a favor. You took their ship. Be careful with it. It's a nice ship. It's been good to us so far. Once I repaired the ballista. He's a handful. I've known him since he was little. Er. <laughs> He's had a bit of a growth spurt. He has, and the ship, as like the ship is actively going away, it's kind of almost like she's projecting her voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she goes, I'll go deal with them. You start making your way. Don't linger anywhere too long, though. Like I said, they're after you. Especially now, since you ate that fruit. And off into the distance she goes, sailing almost the opposite direction to you. Um, and... And then I'm in my breath. Thank you. And she's gone. Hip damage. Well, that went better than I expected. I turn back around and there's just a couple feet of sweat and I... Good thing she was on your side. Yes. Thank goodness. I don't think I was ready for another battle. She used to beat the hell out of me when I was a child. <laughs> oh. 
could have gone very, very badly. Quickly, get us as far away from here as possible before she changes her mind. As you, uh, as you take the helm back, you mm-hmm. give a little mental thing in the sails. Fill with wind and pick up speed once again. And that is your day. That is, of course, the last day before you reach Gallonway. You will reach it in the morning. Um, you guys see uh, the the last of your of your day goes by. Um, dinner is had. A, a, a nice ease of of of. Energy kind of encompasses the uh, (laughs) it hits a little hard. Yeah, dinner was not very great. Um, even with pluses, uh, a good feel for for the evening kind of takes hold of of Havelock as he comes to a, a, a calmness, and night takes you. And you return in the morning with an island off on the horizon, a couple hours away. Um, a gentle wind fills the sails. You're in no hurry, particularly. Um, <laughs> and uh, you recognize it. As Gallonway Island, but kind of a, a fairly mid-sized island city. Um, we made it. I mean, there it is. <laughs> so, as you arrive on Gallonway, the port city is—it's a modern—it's uh, a modern urban marvel that was built on a once serene gla- uh, grassland. Um, the city is built of wood and stone that stretches out for as far as the eye can see. Um, off in the distance, there's a gentle mountain range dotted with trees that gently decorate the backdrop of the city. Outside the borders of Gallonway are farms and orchards uh, that give trade a solid foothold um, within the walls of the city, but the mines further in uh, inland are what give the city its piece de resistance as it is the port in which much of the gold, silver, copper, and platinum are mined for the entirety of the East Sea. Um, it is their gifts to Gallonway, the, the island, the, the mines themselves. Um, they, of course, do, in some small variations, do house gems and things, as most mountains would. Um, and as the silverback drifts slowly into the harbor, um, it's well-maintained. It's built um, solidly, and it looks almost as if they were clean the night before. Um... Uh, but the dock workers, they, 
appear to be moving almost sluggishly and to be drained of life. They're all moving cargo from ships that appear to have just docked and the the um, beyond just this, the the dock workers who are loading and unloading ships, there's only seems to be one or two people who are um, signing in the ships uh, at at the harbor. Um, as you scan across the area, the first thing you see is a large figure. Not strong large, but just large. Um, he's about eight feet tall. But this is mostly due to the fact that the lower half is this strange, orange, sickly-looking equine um, lower half. Um, the top portion is the same sickly orange color obese in appearance um, uh, except for around his lips and eyes where it's a very pale white uh, almost porcelain the hair looks like wheat fields that have been very poorly taken care of as they wafts in the harbor air um Doreen, it's so good to see you. <laughs> uh, and as he speaks, he seems to be speaking and and talking wildly to each person who comes up. Um, standing next to him is an older figure. Um, if you could call it shriveled up raisin on uh, a figure. Um, stark white hair, mostly gone. Um, a gentle crown around his head um, of what remains of his hair. Um, his face in a perpetual snarl uh, as he holds some kind of unending disdain for just being in the general area. Um, While the figure is, uh, the horse centaur figure is, um, is speaking and, and interacting with each person, they, after a quick moment, turn to this smaller figure and speak with him who writes something down on a stack of parchments and files and things like that, and they leave the area, um, you take it that these are the people in charge of the harbor. And we will definitely uh, talk more about that on the next episode of Ones Aren't Fun when we arrive in Gallonway. <laughs> <laughs>